Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! This is ridiculous. Truck goes to Dwight. <laughs> My daddy's winger is big as a Coke can. Cool story, bro. Hey, genius, it's, three, it's 2 p.m. Central. Morning. Why are you shaking like that? PG3 Radio. Nope. Here's your host, Josh Friday. I got a boner right now. Richard Mulligan. Our listeners probably want to hear more about this rat coat. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of P3 Radio. And let me be the first to say, happy belated Thanksgiving. Happy Thanksgiving to you, Richard. Did you have a good turkey day? I'm Richard Mulliken, joined by my co-host and best friend. No, no, fuck that. We're just going right into it. Nobody yeah. cares what your stupid little name is. Nobody cares what my name is. If they're tuning in, they already know. Now you just How was like, your fucking Thanksgiving? Now you just sound like my father. <laughs> no. Biological. What your father sounds like is that in-ass uh, thing of the dial tone. A squalling tire. <laughs> by a yelling man saying, I'm going for milk. Is that what? <laughs> I'll be right back. Get in the house. Your mama's looking for you. Let's try this again. I'm Richard Mulligan, joined by my co-host and best friend, Josh Brawley. Say hey, Josh. Hey, I'm not Richard's dad. How's it going? <laughs> now, once again, you sound like my biological father. <laughs> no, I mean, we just, we just recorded an episode, and we realized that 90% of that won't make air. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about uh, microaggressions. Yeah. We, we were dealing gonna, them left and right. I'm going to go ahead and say that none of that's going to probably make air. Oh, now that I've had time to think. You're getting a tightened butthole now. Yeah, now that I've had time to think and cool off and air my grievances. We've talked about this podcast being like therapy, right? Right. And uh, it was what we did just the last hour was kind of like taking dill powder and pouring it onto your butthole. It just puckered that motherfucker up to the point to where it's not going to happen. So we're not even going <laughs> to release is, that. What is dill powder? That was something this old school plumber told me to put on the old lady's pussy. He was like, you don't get that motherfucker tight. <laughs> put that dill powder on there. Yeah. That. Listen to the scientist. <laughs> oh yeah. He dealt with chemicals, uh, primer, uh, pipe cleaner. Uh, if anybody knows torches. about laying pipe, it'd be him. This guy, seriously, he, he was like a, a work a work stop whore. You ever you fucked know? a three quarter inch pipe? <laughs> like, no. Try doing that with a girl trying to give you on a blowjob on the other side. Yeah, that's, that's that crazy. Your dad? No, that's actually him. <laughs> they all talk like that. Uh, I mean. I feel like we went down a dark path yeah, right here on the pretty intro. Early. <laughs> pretty early, too. Well, happy Thanksgiving, everyone. <laughs> do you want to do it again? No, I'm cool with Come it. We'll on. leave it open. Let's leave it open. Um, <laughs> why not? Uh, we're just now getting off of a Thanksgiving holiday. We Black really, Friday? We no, really, I like we, it. We really I like should, it. Man. I think this is more upbeat than what we had, and I think we should keep let's it. Let's just try it one more time. You, uh, let's, let's just do it from some... here. Let's do it from here. Let's just keep <clears> this one. And let the fans be the judge of what was better and what wasn't. You want to just start from here? Let's I look. think you should probably just consider no, editing it. No, 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 no. Let's just do it from here. Let's just do this. Ready? Here. Three, two, one. Welcome to P3 Radio. The monkey only dances as good as the guy grinding the organ handle. Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! Watch out! This is ridiculous. Truck goes to Dwight. <laughs> My daddy's winger is big as a Coke can. Cool story, bro. Hey, genius, it's 
3 at 2 p.m. Central. Marty, why are you shaking like that? PG3 Radio. Here's your host, Josh Friday. I got a boner right now. Richard Mulligan. Our listeners probably want to hear more about this rat coat. <laughs> it's showtime! It's showtime! It's showtime! Hello, everyone, and welcome to B3 Radio. I'm Richard Mulliken, joined by my co-host and best friend, Josh Dillpowder Briley. <laughs> say hey, Josh. <laughs> Somebody say something about some dill powder. What's that do? I mean, it, it kind of tightens things up, you and know? If, if you're ever fucking a three-quarter inch body. <laughs> <laughs> happy, uh, happy, happy Thanksgiving, by the way. <laughs> happy Turkey Day. Put yeah. some dill powder on that turkey butt. <laughs> It'll uh, seal all that stuffing in there real what, nice. What in the fuck is dill powder? It's some kind of uh, cooking bullshit. You've probably never seen it because you've never made an extravagant recipe before. It's there. I can't imagine that be good for the vajay or the D. Oh, man. I, mean, I, I bet it would make it, uh, at least my dickhole shrivel up like a like a turtle head. Just, <laughs> just going back up in there. Trying to take a piss and it looks like somebody's putting their finger over a water hose. <laughs> <laughs> Don't worry about the toilet, baby. I got dill powder on my dick. I'm going to pressure wash it. <laughs> Shh, blasting all that shit stain off of the toilet. <laughs> Oh, oh man that, And that, you wanted to delete what we had <laughs> Look we're already five minutes in <laughs> It's a happy show mm, But I no we, we can't really air what we had before Even though we We're a week ahead let's be honest Yeah. If you're listening to this we haven't had Thanksgiving yet And you've already had Thanksgiving Who me? No I mean just the listener If you're listening to this at home Right now In your pajamas uh, With them around your ankles, get them motherfuckers up! <laughs> yeah. Don't be doing that shit yeah. to our voices. Yeah, don't do that. No, we that's, don't that's that. inappropriate. <laughs> inappropriate, unappropriate. It's all of them, in and un. Listen to past Josh. Josh, <laughs> who? <laughs> no, I'm just saying. If if you're listening to this right now, you've already had Thanksgiving. Yeah, we haven't had it yet. So I hope it went well. Uh, future uses. Um, so I feel like Bill and Ted right now. Why? Because you're talking to the future? Future uses. You're mm-hmm. talking to the future right now. This is a time capsule. Mm. A, f- a one and a half, a ten day time capsule. <laughs> or an eight day time capsule. This will be out in eight days. This is eight days old if you're listening to it right now. So that's some authentication going on. So Richard. Um, yes, Josh. Reflecting back on last week's episode. With BT? Uh, you're not wanting to go there. <laughs> I remember. I remember. Um, oh, well, let's do that first. We'll say it was great to have BT on last week. It uh, really was. You know, it it was really fun talking to him, catching up about old times. Uh, and it was fun being on his show uh, that was, I don't know when it aired, if it aired this week or last week or next week. Uh, but we were on his show, which was called Probing the Pod, where he was Talking about ECW and some of the guys we have talked to from ECW. Real fun to talk to him about that. And real nice of him to put over our show on his show. And uh, besides that, he's just a really cool guy to talk to. So hats off. BT was awesome. And if go check out his show. Uh, it's called Shooting the Shiznit. Uh, search that on whatever podcasting app you have. iTunes, whatever. And Josh, what was his Twitter handle again? It is Comic Book Mark BT. That's... Yeah. 
you're, you're going to keep up with him the best probably on Twitter. And I think once you start listening to his show, you'll, you'll like it. I mean, if, if you listen to our show, God almighty, you're going to like his show. <laughs> I mean, our show's off the fucking rails sometime. At least he kind of keeps a pattern yeah. of what he's doing, you know? Yeah. Well, what was you going to say in an unrelated incident? <laughs> On a show that didn't happen, what was you going to say about that? You got me dumbfounded now. Really you said something remember. about... Um, I was just going to say, you were a bit aggressive, but we're trying to tone down the uh, the violence this week. Yeah, we did a show. If, we did a show before this came on. It was like an hour and maybe 10 minutes worth of podcasting where we were just pissed off at um, wrestling promoters... People in different businesses, lazy people. <laughs> my f- biological father. <laughs> I'm not lying. I think he just came up because you know why not? He came up because he never came up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, no, I mean it, it's just we we've always said the show was like therapy, so why not be be therapy? Uh, but I tell you what, what are you planning on doing for Thanksgiving? Even though we've already had it, well. I'm supposed to go to uh, the grandmother's house, and uh, oh, that's awesome! You know, my mom and my dad. Can I and, stop by? Well, I mean, my dad's dick's sitting in one chair. <laughs> it's that. It's the extra chair. My so wife you'll, actually you'll, told you'll me probably she you know. heard that episode and she was like, "I'll never look at that man the same." <laughs> <laughs> and I question first off, is this going to ruin my marriage? And then second off, <laughs> what do you mean by that? <laughs> is it just an awkward moment? Because here's the thing. I saw your mom out like a week or two ago, and she and I had my headphones on. I was just walking down the street because I was yeah. just getting some exercise in. And I look up, and there is Chris's mom and your mom sitting on the porch talking to each other. Yeah. And apparently they'd been trying to say hey to me, but I had headphones in. And I was like, oh, hey. And she's like, Hey. And your mom brought up, she's like, did y'all have fun doing your show the other day? And I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, Ray J heard the episode, too. He's kind of pissed. Let me go get him. <laughs> Take off running this fast. Run. <laughs> well, that was when my back was hurting, too. Like I went, You were like, can I get away from his gun blast? <laughs> did, I don't know if we talked about this on the show because it's been so long since we recorded, but I went through an 11-day back, peri- uh, back pain period. Like... Like that day we were recording and we were talking about it and you were like, why don't you fix your root back? <laughs> we, we, we we did talk about it on the, the last episode. Did we? Or one of the last episodes. 11 Bless days. So I was still hurt. I was just on the cusp of recovering. So I wouldn't have been able to run very. I wouldn't have been able to outrun his dick or a shotgun ah. <laughs> if he would have came out. Come here. <laughs> and he's like, probably prepared to hit you with both. Right. He's yeah. like Wonder Woman with that thing. He can lasso my ass from 30, <laughs> 30 blocks away. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, my you know, my parents and uh we got the uh, some cousins and uh the Mexicutioner, Berto. He wrestles for OVW. He's gonna be yeah. there as well. It's uh my cousin's boyfriend. And uh, cool. so a few of my other cousins and stuff like that, but it's not anything like huge, but mm-hmm. it, it should be fun. I might stop by. <laughs> hey, you ought to. It'll, I just stop by and say, uh, just to go in that house again, just see everybody, because yeah. that was a big part of my my childhood. Was like it was my home away from home. It was my second home, to be honest with you. Like my house was your second home. Yeah. And just to be able to go in and say hey to everybody, 
I might just stop by and say it's a, it's a it's a cool scene, man. I mean, uh, I'm going to be really sad when they get rid of the house. I mean, I'm the same way. We haven't moved everything out of my old house. It's the house I grew up in. It's the house that my uncle helped my grandmother buy when my mom was six years old. I mean, that house has been, and my mom is like in her 50s now. So that house has been in our family for like 50 years. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, and what sucks is when I go through the closet and I see like, baseball card stickers that I stuck on the wall when I was four or five. Yeah. You know, little height marks, you know, where my mom marked off my height when I was little. That's the shit that bothers me. It's like, I'm not, you'll never have that again. I mean, well, I think it's that, but like, you know, I, I get these, these, these fucking butterfly effect moments kind of when I go into my grandma's house now to where if I walk into the house and, Nobody's there, you know, in the living room or anything. Right. And my my grandma's sewing room was always right off of the living room. You remember, you yeah. walk into the front door, and right when there, we were kids... 12 o'clock. Nine times out of ten, 12 o'clock, right dead in front of you, she was sitting there sewing some wrestler's tights, some right. wrestler's fucking with mask. The, with the American Eagle poster on the wall. Yeah. On the door, on the One, door. You know, and, and, and I just... It all it always hits me when I go in there right. and 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 I see that sewing room, man. I mean, there's so much shit that happened there. There's so many famous motherfuckers that have been in that living oh, yeah. room and in that sewing room, and just so many memories from from my childhood, man. I, I really hate to to let that kind of shit go, but that's what it is, you know. Right. Being an adult, you got to move on and. I really hate it. If I had the money, I'd buy the house and and I'd just let it sit there. But <laughs> uh, you know, I think that's why sometimes we're not in that position because we would do stupid shit like right. that. Right. I mean, here's the thing about it too is like we have the same feelings. It's like that was that house. It's like and I always look at that house as your grandmother's house and it was like that house that I would stare at until that truck pulled up in the back alley and I would look for two heads. You know what I mean? It's like in the summertime like, I would sit there, and if I woke up early, like, I woke up at, like, 7 or 8 for some reason, and I would just sit on the front porch and wait for that truck to roll by with you in it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and on the rare occasion that, you know, the truck pulled up at, like, 6, 7 o'clock in the morning, I'd be like, oh, shit, Josh is here. <laughs> but, I mean, it was like, and that was the thing. I'd see that truck roll up, and I'd wait a few minutes to get you, you know, hey, Grandma, hey, Grandpa in. And then I would run over there and be like, hey, Josh, you want to play? <laughs> but, I mean, that was the place, man. It was like we would wrestle in the front room. That You know, we talked to your uncle about it. We dug through his shit, you know. It was, you know, you walk in the front door, straight to your left was your uncle's room, and we would immediately raid that for all his stuff. Like the his fucking, gimmicks. The belts, the knee pads especially. I remember his breast nut gimmicks that we had. Wasn't that all? They had blood splattered yeah, on them and everything. It was just, it was just a la athletic tape around like uh, like a little chunk of metal or something. Pretty much. <laughs> but it was like, it was just cool. We went in there, we grab it, and then we would wrestle with those wrestling dummies that you had, like Macho Man, Hogan, Warrior, all those dummies. We'd wrestle with them, and your grandmother and grandfather had a time watching us do it. You know, they'd walk in, oh, you're wrestling with everything. Put all his stuff back when you get done. Yeah, all right. <laughs> and we always did. It was That was where I realized that knee pads were a good thing. Essential. Cause, yeah, because I remember I, need, I, I, I knee dropped. Like, I accidentally knee dropped one of the dummies. 
Like, I think he pushed me. <laughs> and I fell on my knee. I was like, hey, that didn't hurt as bad. And I was like doing knee drops, full face knee drops on the Ultimate Warrior after that with some knee. And I still remember it was a knee pad. It was had to be the American Eagle knee pads because it was blue knee pads yeah. with white stars on them. I still have one of those blue knee pads put up in my uh, on my wrestling autograph shit. <laughs> Seriously, I still have one of the blue knee pads. Jason's played with it before. And you it was awesome. It was like a full circle, you yeah. know. The cat's in the cradle moment. Well, not the cat's in the cradle moment, but second generation knee yeah. pad. Or third, I guess, if you wanted to count your third. uncle. But that's pretty cool. I mean, honestly, you know, though, man, like when you think back on it and how cool that was that we got to do all that stuff. And I mean, it, it's just it is harder to let go of that stuff and to realize, hey, these times are coming to a close. But I think everybody goes through that. They do. I mean, with anything like uh, the Dallas Sportatorium, you know, a lot of people hated to see that place go. Right. And I think it was 10 years ago they tore it down after being, what was it, the 60s when it right. started? And it was the place to be in Dallas for wrestling, you know, every Friday. They even had it painted on the fucking wall, wrestling, every Friday. And it sucks, but a lot of times... Things like that die out, and it just it's just making room for other things. Right. I mean, and, and you honestly, okay, on a local event, we have a, uh, our town was built by a mill. You know, a mill came into our town in the early, in the late 1800s, and they built a whole town, and you couldn't live in this town that we live in now without working at that mill. It was a cotton mill. And here recently, in the last five years, uh, it slipped through that they were going to tear it down. And I was one of the ones that was fighting against tearing it down because it was a huge building. It was magnificently built. The people that bought it bought it for the bought it for the construction materials because they were so well built that you can't buy those types of brick and wood that's done that way anymore. So they deconstructed and then went bankrupt for some reason. <laughs> uh, it was an LLC that couldn't be. Anyways. I fought against tearing it down because I was like, you could do so much stuff with that. You could make apartments. We don't want to see it sit there and be vacant and just be beat up and run down, but you definitely don't want to see it torn down. Yeah. Uh, we ended up losing in that fight. They tore it down, and it looked like a uh, – we lived, what, two years looking like it was Baghdad over there, like it was a worn, torn – It was um, literally gutted. Half, uh, you know, half, it, half of the walls torn down, the other half, the exterior walls – some of them were left up. The other, it literally looked like a, a bomb had dropped on yeah. it. Yeah, and then I mean, we just walked away. And then the city that allowed them to tear it down because technically, the if I change like the post on my porch from square to round, uh, they can try to make me or find me to change it back because this is an historical city. A historical city, but if if they want to tear down the thing that made the city a city, it's totally fine. Which. Nobody has any kind of input. We no. do what we want. Right. But if you do anything to your shit, right. I'm going to say something. Right. That's bullshit. And that's why a lot of the people... Just do what the fuck they want? Well, no. Not only that, but when you know, in the 60s, whenever they annexed it to begin with, the fire department in this city made a goddamn roadblock blocking the, you know, the Jackson police force from entering the city and they were trying to put up a little uh, standoff type thing. I know you've heard about that. I before. have not. I, but, we need to talk about that off air though, but cause oh, I think man. that might be too local, but, but I mean, it's hard to watch those local landmarks go. And it's funny 
especially when you go down, like I told you, we went to New Orleans for a cruise a few times. They have a meal that is almost the exact replica of what we had over here. Yeah. It's, it's, it's apartments. It's hotels. There's a hotel that bought one and remodeled it and made it a hotel and makes a lot of money. Now, Granted, we don't have landmarks or anything around here that anybody would want to see, but apartments, there's local businesses. People would die to live in something around here that would be lo- close to their local business, and it was just squandered. I mean, they finally made a park out of the area, but, I mean, you still hate to see that, knowing that something can be done. It's kind of like the Mid-South Coliseum. There's something that could be done with that place. It's just gridlocked within bullshit. Po- political bullshit. Political and... I mean, that's why we don't talk politics but on here. you see what politics has done to this country. It's You want to talk about ruining something? It's ruined <laughs> this country. Political bullshit. Yeah. I mean, and I'm talking about both sides. Yeah. Fuck both of you. How about that? The one thing I remember from history class is George Washington, and most people will decline anything that he says because he was a slave owner, but blah, 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 whatever. He was the, one of the founding fathers, right? One of the first things he said was, do not divide yourselves into political parties. It'll only divide the country. And what exactly. was the first thing we did? Divided ourselves into political parties. That's why we hate politics on here. We won't talk about it. No, it's I bullshit. just I did talk about it. I well, said, I mean, fuck both of yeah, them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why we don't talk about it. Because <laughs> both sides are so fucked up that we don't want to even deal with that. And it's sad that, you know, like I said, I don't know how we got here from where we were talking about <laughs> your situation. Uh, but... I might stop by for Thanksgiving. That's totally fine. We'll talk about our Friday night ventures. The door is open. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. We got, think, a, we got an adventure tomorrow night, by the way. <laughs> we do. And, and I just remembered that. Yeah. We're, we're going to be covering basketball. Ooh, that's going to be a challenge. <laughs> what? I mean, you don't think he dribbles, you can guard the one guy? Yeah, no. I, <laughs> I mean, I got your back. <laughs> Hit him with the camera. Foul him. You got five of them. <laughs> I haven't brushed up on any of the rules. I'm going to be going into this blind. What did I tell you? Par for the course, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> what did I tell you whenever you told me that we were going to be going on this venture together? Basketball or football? Basketball. Because you were my f- number one call on football. What was, what was the first thing I said about the basketball? What should you do? Just be like uh, NBA Jam. You need to play NBA Jam a few times, get up on the lingo, and then move From forward. From downtown. Rejected. Rejected. <laughs> He's on fire. He I shoots. Mean, just play it like that. We'll be fine. I think i got to realize this, that sometimes dead air is fine, especially with video, with yeah. video coverage. Uh, you know, to be honest, I don't know if basketball is as high a priority as football was. I don't so, think so. I don't think we'll be covering playoff games. I think everything we do will be video. Uh, when you hear this, we'll be like two weeks in. So, <laughs> but it, we're doing wonderful. Yeah, we're doing a great stand-up I, I, job. I'm a, stand-up I'm, a, job. I'm a seasoned videographer <laughs> at this point. You are, and I will say this, and we will go to break after this. But I will say this: you have came a long way. Not that you were shitty to begin with. No, I was the total shit. No, but I mean, you've come a long way because it's, it's a different, it's a different atmosphere. And I think you're going to find out it's a different thing shooting basketball too. Definitely. But it's a different atmosphere to shoot a home video and to shoot sports because oh, you have to, you yeah. have to be able to see everything. Well, that, and I'm telling you, man, I'm going to have to get some WD 40 for the tripod because <laughs> it's going to be a lot more back and forth action. Oh yeah. That, that's something that, that I'm afraid of. It's, it's like, you know, 
I think it's going to be more action-packed and be more exciting to watch. But at the same time, I'm kind of intimidated by as much action that it's going to be. Because football, I mean, it's one thing, you know, it's kind of start and go. You can kind of get right. get your moments right. to reset. Go, stop, go. And all that. But yeah. in basketball? It's just go, go, boom, go, boom, go, go. Boom, yeah. boom, boom, boom. And, you know, it, it's going to be a challenge. But I, I'm excited, man. I, I feel really like am. that excuse about, like, too much action for the tripod would be like the excuse your dad gave why he never shot poured. <laughs> <laughs> it was too much action for the tripod. Well, I mean, me and Josh's mom got together. And, you know, after that, I mean, she said she'd cut it off. So, you know. Before I, I, that, before that, it was too much action for the tripod. <laughs> they just, they couldn't zoom out far enough. You zoom out too far. Hubble telescope can only get so much. <laughs> I tell you what, let's do a commercial break. We got to get in our Christmas cookies and our assless pajamas, right? Ass flap pajamas. Oh, I'm sorry. It's not assless. No, they're not. They're they're not assless pajamas. Hello. You need to buy some. Who gets your assless pajamas? Oh, did my dick fall out the bottom? (laughs) This is Jeffrey the giraffe. I'm out of work because Toys R Us shut down. <laughs> so I'm selling assless pajamas now. <laughs> I tell you what, we'll be back after this commercial break from our assless pajama company and our co- cookie company that ain't paying a shit. We'll be right back. Hey guys, Richard Mulliken from P3 Radio here to talk to you about a very important... Wait, Josh, what the hell do you have on? Footy pajamas. Footy Are you eight? No, but I am cozy and comfortable. And look, I even got an ass flap. You, you missed a button on that, by the way. My bad. But an ass What in the hell could you possibly need an ass flap for? For taking a pissless shit. Pissless shit? What if you have to do both like a normal human being? Well, that's why I carry on this mason jar. Or sometimes I go rogue and open that flap up and fold it back and shoot it out the back. Ugh. Do you ever get any on you? Almost always. I go through a hell of a lot of laundry detergent. But if you think that you can handle the complexities of footy pajamas, I encourage you to go to tinyurl.com slash p3sleepy. That's taking me to Big Feet Pajama Company? You are correct. For all your pajama needs. Big Feet Pajama Company. It's Ernie Ladd here, and I'm trying to ask you something. Are you prepared for the Christmas holidays? P3 Radio, Richard Mulligan, Josh Bradley. Are you ready for the Christmas holidays? Have you bought your wives and your children something? Well, i tell you what. I haven't bought them anything yet, but I might go to Edible Gifts Plus by going to our link, tinyurl.com slash p3cookies. They have all the edible gifts for special occasions for holidays. Shop, for, shop by category if you go to the website and you're just reading right off of it. Uh, they have specialty treats. <laughs> <laughs> they got NBC cookies. They, they do got, have NBC They got cookies. Facebook cookies. They, they, they got cookies that look like diseases. I'm telling you, they got all kind of Christmas cookies. They have great baskets and corporate gifts. It's basically what you want to do if you want to go there and get a baked good with something personalized on it. If you want to say Merry Christmas on a sugar cookie, you can get that at Edible Gifts Plus by going to tinyurl.com slash p3cookie right now. Save some money for the holidays. Don't go out. Don't spend your gas. Ernie, definitely don't spend your trans money that you get from all no. the young boys that's paying you for all the trans no. from show to show. Now, let me ask you something. If I wanted to get a cookie that said Ernie Ladd on it, 
Do you think I could get one from the ediblegiftplus.com? I guarantee you could probably do that. I haven't researched too much about this sponsor, but I feel confident that you could, Ernie. Well, I'm going to tell you something. Maybe maybe you should just go to tinyurl.com slash p3cookies, and you might get you a special gift. Maybe Ernie Ladd will come and sign some autographs for you. Go to tinyurl.com slash p3cookies now and say, Happy Holidays with Edible Gifts Plus. Welcome back to P3 Radio. Josh Brawley and Richard Mulligan here with you. And Josh, what are we listening to right now? The Highlander theme. Queen. Princes of the universe. Do you have any idea why we're listening to this? It was your idea? No, I mean, like, <laughs> other than that, like, what the, the topic was going to be. Something about the fucking Highlander, apparently. <laughs> All right, so... There's a story I wanted to tell you that revolves around this. And I didn't realize it was a funny story until as I was telling it to my mother-in-law and she laughed. All right, so we used to have this problem with squirrels. And if you live where we live, squirrels can sometimes be a problem, right? Tree rats. Yeah, they're just basically just, well, you just drive right by, you fucking truck. Whatever it was that was the loud muffler gone vehicle anyways uh, uh around here there's a problem with squirrels and sometimes they can get into your attic or get into your eaves of your house and cause a problem right or they could just get into whatever and eat up shit and put holes and shit that's why they're called tree rats right i mean they're basically rats that's all they are they're just they're smarter than real rats they're yeah. just in trees and they're very aggressive if they and they come back to where they were born it's like <laughs> it's like they're like some kind of weird Bruce Springsteen song. <laughs> it's like coming back to the place where we're born and <laughs> gonna get babies there. <laughs> Ain't that America? That's John Mellencamp. <laughs> Is it the same thing? Seriously, back in the eighties, I had trouble differentiating from both of them because they were kind of one and the same. Same type of music. John Mellencamp was a little more homey. Yeah. But, you know, Springsteen, he was trying to be more bluesy. My wife always does this thing. He's like, let me know. How's that test freeze? <laughs> She's like, that's every John Mellencamp song. I was like, you're right. I feel like he mentions the tasty freeze. I don't know. Everyone has. You me. Um, on one of the podcasts that we haven't talked about yet uh, that we're really good friends with is the Front Row Material. They talked about Mikey uh, Whitbreck was talking about Mick Foley saying there's two things you can do to keep yourself awake, and one of them was to sing every song that you can think of as um, Bob Dylan. Zinnia's <laughs> Freeze. I was just, that's horrible, Bob Dylan. <laughs> Got his hand between the knees. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. And Life what's, goes on. What's funny is when he, when he said that, I have done that before. So I was like, I feel a connection. But anyways, we played that Highlander theme song because uh, squirrels. 
and there was this one time this squirrel. Uh, we had a problem with squirrels getting in our. Uh, that wasn't getting in our attic. All right, so we had not attic, ad, attic, 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 not attic. <laughs> the squirrels weren't addicted to anything except for getting in our attic. <laughs> so our attic was their crack. Yeah. So they weren't getting in the attic per se. They were getting inside the lattice work or not lattice work, whatever the vinyl siding is called. When they the came vinyl out, siding. Yeah. <laughs> they were getting inside that and running around. So like my wife worked midnights at the time and she would go to bed and all of a sudden you would hear and it was like these squirrels running down the sides of our house on the on the vinyl siding. The vinyl siding was just tough enough to hold them up. So you would just hear these squirrels running around on it. Well, it got to the point where we couldn't catch catch them, catch them, capture them, capture them. We couldn't capture them and take them somewhere. They wouldn't get in the traps. So I had to start shooting them. Technically, it's not legal. Busting a cap in their ass. Technically, it's not legal, but I had a little pellet gun and killed a couple squirrels. Well, the one time I felt bad, <laughs> like. There was a couple of times. The one time I shot one and it fell into a trash can lid that was full of water. <laughs> and I don't guess I caught it right. And it like, it basically drowned in the trash can lid. I felt bad. Like water was shooting. Up. I watched it for like 10 minutes. It just, it tried to get out of there and that little motherfucker drowned. No, it wasn't like that. It was just like, I shot it. It fell off my porch into the trash can lid and I couldn't see it, but the water was shooting up about 10 feet high from the death struggles. <laughs> and I was like, oh shit, oh shit. Oh. And I was, I was reloading actually. I had a pellet gun. I was reloading. I was going to go out there and put it out of its misery and it just stopped. <laughs> so I was like, well, saved a pellet. <laughs> I felt bad. But oh, one time I shot one, like I shot a couple of them and it like they would jump and I was like, oh shit, I missed it. And they would run up the tree halfway and just fall out of the tree. <laughs> I'm like, oh fuck. Well I didn't miss it too much. Right. And I had this little ramp on my house that, that like it was like a banister thing. And I would always catch them there because they would always come out there to get acorns and stuff. And so there was this one day they um, there was one that was sitting out there. Are you hearing that too? This motherfucker is like laying on the horn for five minutes and then stopping and then five more minutes. It's crazy. Stop hogging! <laughs> We're trying to record a fucking podcast. That was my windows down and everything. All right, so where were we? All right, so one day (laughs) I shot the squirrel, and I thought I caught it in the heart. It fell off. It fell off the banister. I I got a heart shot on a squirrel. I was like, I got it. it. Because, I mean, I always wanted to kill him quick. I didn't want him to suffer. Oh, yeah. Um, Shooting in the head, that's not even in the... Well, I mean, aim small, miss small. I mean that's you ain't big. You're gonna hit, you won't hit the heart. You hit him in the head. That, that's a little target. You ever shot? You ever shot a squirrel? I have. Where did you hit it? Uh, it center was in mass. The body. Yeah, center mass. Yeah. All right. So I shot this squirrel. It jumped and then fell. So I was like, oh, I, mean, I got it first shot. So I went out there to look and I didn't see it. Well, at the time I had parked my car. I didn't have a driveway, 
but I had a little ramp that my car could park right there by the ramp and everything. It was where I normally parked my car. Mm-hmm. You remember seeing it. I mean, yeah. I'm sure you saw it out there. Uh, when I walked out there, I was like, where'd it go? It, it fell right here. And I looked and it was, uh, it's that car still fucking honking. What the hell? It's in the neighborhood. What's fucked up is, you know, there's a motherfucker in that car and they're just, they're just too fucking lazy to get out. Yeah. Get out. Knock on the door. Stop fucking laying on the horn. They got a phone. I'm sure. Throw something at the door. (laughs) Or some little shithead kid. Anyways, I look up and there was this, (laughs) and the grandfather, (laughs) the grandfather year award goes to Josh Riley. I'm not a grandfather yet. I can talk that way. But you sound like it. (laughs) Probably some shit little kid with his fucking iPhone. (laughs) I'm sure. sure. I'm pretty sure that's his car. Yeah. And he's a fucking horse and buggy. (laughs) That's what it needs. (laughs) But No. So I don't know if any of that horn blowing got picked up on the internet on the, on the internet on the on the microphone, but uh, no man, uh, we were sitting there and I shot this squirrel and I was like, oh I got it, and I didn't have I never have shoes on when I shoot squirrels. It was always like there's You're a like f- a hillbilly. You're yeah, barefoot. it's it's really Daniel Boonish, <laughs> but <laughs> I was like. I always wear like like no shoes in the house, and I would see one sitting on the banister. I'm like, oh, there's one. I can hit it. It's close. So I shot this when it jumped. It fell in a spot, and I was like, oh, I killed it. I went inside to get shoes because I was like, technically, this is illegal. I've got to dispose of this squirrel. <laughs> so I went outside, and it had it wasn't there. I was like, oh, oh shit. So it, I looked over, and it was, um, okay, imagine, how do you explain this? Have you ever done that thing in gym class where you pulled yourself with your arms and your back, your your leg, not back legs, <laughs> my back legs? Yeah, your legs were just lifeless, but you just kind of did like this little military crawl with your arms that you pulled yourself forward. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, I hit its spine and it was doing that. Oh. And I felt bad. I'm like, oh shit, I, I just paralyzed a squirrel. Oh no, they don't make little chairs. I got to kill this fucker. <laughs> so, so I was like, well. It crawled under my car. I'll get my I'll get in my car and I'll just back over it. I'll squish this little shit. Yeah, I was like, well, it'll be quick. It won't be, you know, a long suffering thing. I'll just try to back over because it was like really close to the thing, like to my car. So I backed over the thing. Like I jump in the car, I backed over it. I'm like, uh it it was still moving. So I was like <laughs> I aimed for the head and drove forward and I thought I hit it in the head. You heard a up. pop, right? I mean, I mean, I felt a thud. Kind of so, like, kind of like if you step on a, a bag of takeout or yeah. something. So then, you know, I back over it again because I'm like, if it's dying, I don't want to suffer. I'm gonna finish it off. I back over it again. I feel a thud. I park my car in the street. I get out. The thing's still moving. <laughs> like it's unfazed. It's like trying to crawl to get to safety. It's like. I was like, I don't know what to do. And so I'm I'm, re- I'm recanting this story to my wife and mother-in-law at the time. And I was like, the only thing I could think of to do was what I did. And, I was, and she was like, what'd you do? I was like, it was a two by four laying there. And I just beat it to death. <laughs> I was like, I don't want it to suffer. And like, I'm telling the story in like horrific, like sadness. Like, 
She had to beat to death a live animal that was paralyzed because... I shot it. <laughs> I ran it over with a car twice. And then I grabbed a two-by-four, and I just beat it till it stopped moving. That's what I had to do. And I felt so bad For about it. For one squirrel. Yeah. So it was like the Highlander of squirrels. Like it would did not want to die. It was not going to go quietly in that good night. That motherfucker was the Rudy of squirrels. <laughs> but I mean, I felt so bad about it. I remember going over there and telling my telling my wife she was at her mother in law's her mom's at the time, and I was telling that story. My mother in law was just dying laughing because I was like, I had to beat it to death with the day before. <laughs> It I was, know that's awful. It was. But, it was just. But looking back on it, it's a hilarious story. It's like I was doing my best to try to be humane and not kill this thing, like in then a painful way. You ended up way. being like a fucking episode <laughs> of Looney Tunes. <laughs> yeah, either that or it was like if that was a person that I treated that way, I shot him, ran him over with my car twice, three times, <laughs> and then bludgeoned. And then bludgeoned. <laughs> I would be. I would be on the news. <laughs> Yeah, the national news. <laughs> yeah, that wouldn't even be local shit. That'd be, be some national shit. So that squirrel did not want to die. Oh, uh, speaking of something that didn't want to die, you remember my dog Bandit? Did we cover? We did. We covered the seizures. I think so. Like he had seizures. Yeah, he used to have seizures. I mean, you you touched on it when we talked about him last time. Did we? I just thought about things that wouldn't die. My dog. Also, my 27-year-old dog was seizure prone. Was he so also sad. wouldn't die. It was so sad. Uh, I remember, do you remember that time when we were talking about, like I joked that if you rubbed a certain spot on his skull, it would make him drunk. And we, I rubbed, it was like right here on the bridge of his nose between his eyes. It was like right here, and it was like, ooh. And then he got up on the back of the couch, which he's done thousands of times and then fell off of the thing like fell in between the window and the couch i think i remember that because <laughs> i laughed my ass off when it happened <laughs> that's awful but yeah did I you do. ever have those serial killer moments like that where you killed something like a squirrel or something and you felt bad about it yeah like like another one i remember was this like you know i told you we were poor we had the mice and this is long after my grandfather passed, so we weren't drowning them anymore. Uh, there was this baby. Y'all had entered that operation. There was this baby squirrel. Uh, baby squirrel. <laughs> there was this this baby mouse that had come out from behind the refrigerator, and I think we had killed its mom, <laughs> like with a mouse trap. And this baby mouse had come out, and my grandmother was screaming. And the only thing I could think of to do was to try to kill it. But it wasn't hurting anybody. <laughs> I think of a, it. It haunts my dreams, really. And it was just like staggering around like it was drunk. But I think it just couldn't walk, and it just took a wrong turn. <laughs> and I just beat it to death with a broom. There's multiple ones that I've caught on glue traps where I was like, eh, this is gonna suck. But I'm gonna have to kill this mouse on the glue trap because I don't want to just be stuck on the glue trap. Then I later learned with glue traps, you're supposed to like take a cup of vinegar. And take the mouse, pour the vinegar on the glue trap with the mouse, leave them out in like the woods, and then basically the vinegar deteriorates the glue and they can get away. Mm. I didn't know that. I've destroyed so many mice. So you just stomped on them? Yeah. 
If it was one of those glue traps that was like a uh, cylinder that they had to go in, they got stuck. It was just like <laughs> you put the boots. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I felt so bad about doing it. I don't like killing things like that, but that was the way it had to be. Hey, that motherfucker eating the corner out of your chip bag. You know, it's either you or them. <laughs> but no, you said you'd felt that way. What, what was something well, that you killed that way? I that- did, and you know, I've I've killed stuff that way. But I'm going to tell you something. I. I kind of got in a YouTube hole uh, last week, really, and I had got to watching a you know a certain kind of set of videos. Go ahead. Oh, why? It's somebody working a skill saw out there at midnight. I mean, that's normal, it's like right? Seven o'clock. It's like six. Well, it's six o'clock, but it's been dark for an hour. And somebody's working a skill saw. But Sorry. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Either way, I've been kind of, you know, like, what the fuck? Because I'm still thinking about these videos. And I I spent a few days just watching a a loop of them, you know, because whenever you watch YouTube, it will always throw up kind of like suggestions from what you have been watching. You watch this, watch this. Yeah. Well, for a while, my YouTube feed was just these kind of videos. It was a... what I'd like to call fucked up Asian street food videos. And this is like preparation videos. What I'd like to call. So if you're searching for the genre, genre, just know that that's just what Josh calls them. It might not come up. Just type Asian street food and you'll be on the right path. Essentially. Type it it up while we're uh, talking. So, because I want to see some of these. Yeah, type some of these up because I'd like to see it. Just go ahead and type it and I'll talk. Uh, Uh, I don't think that's what they're called. I don't think they're called Asian street food videos. Oh, you don't but, think so? But you could you could change my mind by typing it in and let me see it, because uh, I'd like to see some of these. Uh, I have seen some like weird food. Oh, look! First suggestion. <laughs> what does that say? I have seen some food uh, things out there that were still moving and stuff, uh, but I haven't seen. It is weird that it is the first thing that pops up. You type in Asian street and it's like Asian street food? <laughs> Asian street food preparation? Preparation H. All right, so do you see one that you... Re- I do. All right, so you found one of the videos. So wait, wait, before you click on it, go ahead and finish your story and I'll look at it in just a minute. Well, what's, what, what, what I got into, it was the preparation videos. And, you know, the first one that I, that I clicked on was one about sea snakes. Now, if you know anything about sea snakes, do do you know what's so special about sea snakes? When I see snakes, I run. No, sea <laughs> snakes. Like, do you know what's so... I know the sea cucumbers, if you manipulate them, it looks like a penis that gets jacked They're up. actually endangered right now. Sea cucumbers? Yes. Really? Yeah. I hate that. They're at, We're eating them out of existence. I have never ate a sea cucumber. I haven't either, but we as humans... That's who, what I'm saying. Who the fuckers eating sea cucumbers? I don't fucking know. But uh, sea snakes, they are the most poisonous snakes in the world. Ah. And these, uh, these right people... Right next to trouser snakes. Oh, yeah. Depending on what you view as poisonous. <laughs> yeah. It could be someone just uh, Either putting one... their poison in a woman, and then nine months later, they don't do anything about it. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right, Mulligan? Am I right? Oh, uh, Jesus. Either way. Hold um, on. i watched a video i'm gonna say this one way or the other if you have a sea snake or a trouser snake in your mouth 
things probably if, if you're not if you're not down with it, things probably aren't going your way. Yeah, something something's askew in your life. But these, I watched a I watched a video of, of this uh, Asian guy. It was, I think it was in Japan. Mm-hmm. What they do is they keep the animal alive right. until they're fixing to prepare it. So this guy's got the most venomous snake in the world. In a fucking knit bag with holes in it where you can see it. It's like, uh, you know the bags you get oranges in? Right. One of those. Exactly identical bags. It's basically like a net. Yeah. He's got it in a net in a fucking uh, aquarium in the kitchen or whatever. So he takes the sea snake out. And pretty much how they kill the motherfucker, they put it in a uh, tub. They pour a shitload of ice on top of it. And then they come back the next day. (laughs) <laughs> they just freeze it to death? They freeze the son of a bitch to death. So he comes back the next day, and he starts cleaning the damn thing. Well, as soon as he splits the belly open, he takes something out, and it's got subtitles under the uh, the thing. He the takes he, he takes something out of the snake's bowels. Okay? Some little sack. (laughs) (laughs) He takes something out of the the snake's bowels. Right. He puts it into a glass of water and then drinks it. Okay? I don't know what it is. Do you have a video of this? You can type it up. Sea snake, whatever. I mean, it's like 10 minutes in. Oh. And, uh, you know, I got on that loop. I watch it. And pretty much they... uh, they cook the snake. He chops it up, and then he cooks it in some kind of wonton fucking soup or whatever. So that video, <laughs> that video ends. Racism. No, that's literally what he did. That ain't country. <laughs> I'll kiss your ass. That's literally what this guy did. We got a he, sound effects machine. <laughs> can you tell? So the next video in the loop was uh, I know you've heard of the poisonous stonefish, right? Get your hand off my penis. <laughs> no. So uh, you've never watched any kind of bullshit. Well, either way, no. this guy's, uh, he's got to knock the stonefish out and then carefully cut into the the shell and all that bullshit. And, you know, I watched that. Wait, I'm, is that the one from the, um, the Simpsons where if they didn't cook it right, the person would die, but it was really good fish? Uh, that may be the puffer fish, but oh, okay. I think it's in the same oh, type same, of thing. Same genre. Well, <laughs> I was just feeling so ashamed, you know, watching this shit, man. I really was. I mean, you know how it is when you're watching that kind of uh, that barbaric type shit. Right. And you're just like, should I be watching this? I mean, I know we all eat fish and stuff. I've never eaten a sea snake. Right. I've never eaten stonefish or, or anything like that. I was just feeling so ashamed. Then another one would pop up and I'd just keep watching, you know, (laughs) (laughs) club that baby seal fucker. Uh, Club it. You know, and I couldn't, I, I couldn't look away, but all this bullshit, you know how the YouTube hole gets where you start looking at one thing that's related. You go down a couple of videos, and it's something different, kind of related. Right. But something kind of different. All of this leads up to this fucking guy showing you survival tips in the desert. The desert? Yeah, the desert. <laughs> and essentially, <laughs> what he does, he fries a rattlesnake in a fucking pan and shows you how to consume it. 
with with uh, frying materials and uh, oil and a pan. So he kills a rattlesnake, or he just fries it. Yeah, killed it and fucking uh, skin it, put it in cornmeal in a bag, shook it up, and then put it in a fucking pan and fried it. I mean, here's the thing: I don't like touching dead animals. Do you? Not particularly. Like, I don't mind ground beef, something that I can't see. Yeah, yeah, is. yeah. I, I, I'm totally with that, but like burying dead animals. And, right. Like, and, every and, squirrel I killed, I always picked up with like a rake or something. Yeah, like, I, I didn't want to touch them. I had a bad experience with one of my dogs, man. It, it had been laying out in the sun all day, and I went to grab its tail, and when I did, all the fucking hair and skin pulled off of it, and it, it was fucking awful. I still, uh, you know. It, <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, first time I've been applauded for that. But yeah, man, I, I just, I feel kind of awful. Like I need to take a shower or something after right. talking about that. Because, right. But, but you know how it is when you get, like I said, on that YouTube hole, no matter what it is. Where'd he touch you? On my YouTube hole. <laughs> it was inappropriate. No matter what it is, you just, you kind of just keep going down the hole, you know? You go hit one of them. <laughs> hit one of them. That ain't country. <laughs> I piss your ass. <laughs> Whatever it is, you just keep going down the hole. Uh, yeah, I mean, I've seen those videos where they have like like live squids or something. It's like the tentacles are still moving, and they're just like, um, um. In one of those videos, I watched a uh, Japanese woman murder an octopus. Yeah, and then chop it up. And like cook all the uh, tentacles and the, everything else, and remove the the ink sack and all that. That motherfucker's alive for a lot of it, right? It, it's it's just creepy. I, I just I mean, it can't be any worse than I mean, it's kind of like that. Nobody wants to know how the sausage is made. Type oh thing. hell no! I mean, no. if you knew how like cows were treated, like you know they're coming ah. through. <laughs> it's like. They shove a taser up its ass into a chute that cuts their throat. <laughs> you know, they, have you ever Is seen that? Really, what happened? Have you ever seen? Type in cow shoot. I don't want to see it, man. <laughs> I don't want to watch that type in, shit. Type in cow shoot. I shoot. want to be confident in where my. It's know. basically a chute I don't, that they walk no. into. And it turns them upside down, basically. See, you pissed the person honking the horn off again. <laughs> and they're doing that. It's basically a chute. When I say shoot, it's like a clamp. Uh, like a little like, like a little clamp thing that goes around this cow. They walk into it. It grabs them. It turns them upside down, and they just slit its throat. <laughs> God Almighty! You never Sucks seen to be it? a cow. Yeah. No, I've never seen it. I don't plan on. I have, it. I've just heard about it. But to get them to go into it because they know this is the murder device. They take these little taser sticks and shock their shit out of them. <laughs> <laughs> so you going in there one way or yeah another. you're gonna go in there you're gonna get tired of getting shocked or die or you're gonna go in this thing and we're gonna slit your throat and they want to slit your throat it's the same way they do pigs have you ever seen a pig get slaughtered no but uh, it's the same way i've heard it's like there's a hammer that comes out and knocks it out and then they turn it upside down and they slit its throat so all the blood pumps out while the heart's still pumping my granddad was a, a hog slaughterer my dad's told me like oh your dad's stuff. dead yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> no, and, and, and the thing what about do it is, with a penis, we'd wrap it around its throat, wrap it around its throat, choke it to death. <laughs> but uh, 
<laughs> if they didn't do it, we'd just take our rock-hard cocks and stab it in the heart. <laughs> Sometimes we'd hit three or four hogs in the same slot. <laughs> it's what being a ray is all about. <laughs> but either way. Well, you get your pants down. It's hog-killing time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, man. It, uh, if you know anything about guns, you know, a twenty-two, a twenty-two yeah, caliber a bullet, yeah. is, is like a... a, a a fucking kid's gun back yeah, in the day. It's a smaller. It, it, you know, you can kill somebody with. You got to be really accurate. Yeah. I mean, I would, for a million dollars, I would let you, not knowing dick about guns, shoot me in the leg with a twenty-two. Right. For a million dollars, I would. But my my. <laughs> I'll start saving now. <laughs> my grandpa, he used to kill hogs with a twenty-two, and I said, uh, you know. How is he so accurate? I mean, a twenty-two, you'd pretty much have to be really dead on. He'd, he'd put it right between their eyes, the barrel right between their eyes. Pull the trigger. <laughs> so God Almighty! Here's the fucked up part. Did he ever gain the pig's trust? Like, oh, I don't, I don't know. I did think, they just walk up to him no, a, a um, handful of corn and they're like, "Hey, hey, Grandpa Ray's back. Let's go over there and talk to him." And they run over there and like. What's that cold stuff you put in my head? <laughs> <laughs> no, um, my grandma, um, her brother and her dad, I think, owned a uh, a farm out. I think it was in uh, another county bordering this one. But yeah. um, they had a hog farm, and they would kill, you know, maybe 20, 30 a year, something like that, and huh. process it and whatnot. Were they raising these? Like, like we got a litter of hogs. Yeah. And huh. it was my granddad's job to murder him. <laughs> <laughs> it's like he really liked his job. He'd send little notes to the family. Hey, he'd bring food home. There was a shit ton of kids in my, my dad's family. Oh, yeah. So, you know, bring the food home too. You do what you got to do, man. That was the thing, man. Like back in the day, that was the job. You wanted to be a butcher because if you had family, you know, it's like, well, we didn't, we got to get rid of this meat because it's going to spoil. We'll just right. take it home. And the thing that, like you said on uh, one of the last episodes, that's why they had 10 kids back in the days, because make every one of them fucking farmers and right, work and stuff, right. you know? But It was about survival, and a lot of those kids weren't going to make it. <laughs> no, they they're weren't. On, they're living on spoiled hog meat. <laughs> <laughs> Got bullet shards yeah. in them. <laughs> Daddy, this, this, this hog tastes like 22 shells. <laughs> <laughs> I get a slight sense of iron in there or something. Just eat it and shut up. It was about to ruin. <laughs> When's the last hog you killed? It's about to earn. <laughs> <laughs> about to spoil. <laughs> You dropped it's your cup. Spalling. Dropped your cup there. It's rant and spalled. Uh, Who? You heard what I said. So, so have you ever killed? Like we're not hunters. I'm. I'm. I'm not a hunter, and I don't think you are either. No. Have you ever went hunting? I have. You have with the old man. Yeah. He, what? How old were you? I this was, couldn't have been recent. <laughs> oh no no no. no. Uh, Joshua, get out there and go I, hunting. Now. I started going hunting with the old man probably uh, four or five years old, something like that. Yeah. And Did y'all kill anything? Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I was just along for the ride, yeah. but we would take the dogs, and uh, he would always have a, a strap or two on him, you know? And I, I know we this were, is going to be out of left field. Have you ever seen your dad shoot a dog? Not a dog, no. Okay, I was going to say like old yeller stuff. No. <laughs> we got to put old Bessie down. <laughs> no. Um, any of the dogs that he ever had have all died naturally. 
<laughs> he just naturally had a bullet. But <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> he really wanted it. <laughs> uh, we would go. Uh, so, anyways, y'all went hunting. Yeah, yeah squirrel right. hunting and uh, raccoon hunting. Yeah. He was really big into coon hunting. The thing about him was he spent thousands and thousands of dollars on uh, coon hunting dogs. That ain't cocky. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. I mean, literally. Uh, one of my mother. That motherfucker's honking again. Yeah, we need to go find. Let's him. go get in the car and go find that fucker. And, and maybe. Uh, well, I'm not gonna say. Is all that, that picking? Hold on, just be quiet for a second. You hear that? Talk really quiet. You hear that? I mean, I hear it, Shh, but don't talk so loud. Talk really quietly. I got a mic turned up. You hear it? Still going. Yeah. That. Mm-hmm. Try to match its key. I hear your family talking, man. Who the hell is that? What the fuck are we How are we? How are we picking up signals <laughs> that are not even in your house? Don't talk so loud. Back up. I don't know what the fuck that is. I think your wife is watching Fox News. Back up. the fuck is somebody dead <laughs> back 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 what are we picking up try to match its key I want to go bash their key I don't want to match it do you hear it it stopped up oh, there is that a fucking train no, it's a fucking car. I mean, you hear that, right? Through our headphones? I do. That's got to be picking up. I'm talking really low, and I'm like... It's really loud when you pick you take the headphones off. That was really loud. That's bullshit. You gonna yell out the window? You can yell, I don't care. That's really loud. Let's go outside. We will in a minute. Just yell out the window. Fuck them. <laughs> it's Come. way far away, though. I want to know who we were picking up talking. Like, we had a radio show picking up in the background. <laughs> who was that? I think it's guessing a house. That's why I don't want to yell. <laughs> Seriously, I think somebody came here. Just come back over here and finish your bed killing a squirrel or whatever. Alright, so your dad, we had to turn the mics down because we cranked the They are still honking. Shut up! They can't hear you. I don't know if they can hear me or not. That's really loud. It's going to keep us up. I don't know what that is. Maybe somebody's got a bad horn or something i can hope i can only hope anyways your dad used to kill kill squirrels and raccoons and other stuff all i can hear is that yeah that horn <laughs> so shut the windows for right now. how did you how did you feel the first time you you went with your dad and you saw him kill a squirrel or whatever what was the first thing y'all hunted raccoon i mean besides well, I was going you would elaborate 
Well, besides going fishing, you know, we we had big fun fishing. But you see me turn my back, and I'm like, "Hey, I want to." Sh-. You like shut the windows, and I'm like, "What's the first thing you hunted?" And I turn your like, raccoon. <laughs> you could have said it any faster. <laughs> you could have been like, "Uh, we went to hunt raccoon." You're like raccoon. Well, why didn't What's you follow up? <laughs> well, why didn't you say what you and your dad first hunted? I hunted for my dad. <laughs> Each other. Yeah. No, he wasn't looking for my ass. <laughs> it was a one-sided battle. Yeah. That, huh? So what was the first thing y'all went and hunt? Raccoon. <laughs> Elaborate. It, well, it was exactly that. Raccoon. And uh, the first time, I remember it better than anything because my mother was really mad when I got home because I had ticks. Like, literally, all over my, my little tiny five-year-old ball sack. <laughs> I was going to ask if they were on your nuts. Oh, man. It, that, that's where they were. It was crazy. They were all over my little ball sack and all that, that area. And I remember just being horrified. Who found them first, you or her? Me. I freaked out and I asked her. <laughs> What's what this thing? Hold what on, hold this? on. Let's see if we can still hear it. It's not as it's not as prominent, but we heard it. Yeah. Listen. Okay, they stopped right then. Hold on, let me see. We just sound like schizophrenics. At yeah. This point. <laughs> I didn't hear a damn thing on that episode sixty-seven. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um. So so your your mom got mad because you had ticks on your nuts. Yeah, it was like. Did she did she mind before she knew you had ticks? She was like. Oh, they went hunting today. I have ticks on my nuts. Oh, she Son thought of a it bitch. Was, she, well, she was just mad because it was so. It was like an infestation. It was so many. <laughs> you like know, where have you had people? this boy? What is wrong with you? Why y'all? You know, did like, y'all just go nut first into everything? <laughs> <laughs> go ahead and get your Johnson out. Let's sweep the land. <laughs> I'm yeah. more nuts than Dick. Daddy. <laughs> Sweep it with your nuts. <laughs> All right. <laughs> He's clearing off fields like it's a fucking uh, baler of hay. <laughs> He's got it thrown over his shoulder, and I don't get it wet. Like the <laughs> like the like the sickle thing where you see the Amish people hitting up the soil. <laughs> Like he's doing it the with share his dick. Cropper. And he's like, go ahead and get yours out, son. And you're like, oh, I'm all balls. I ain't there for it. I ain't there yet. <laughs> uh, so, but yeah. So what was your thoughts when he first killed something in front of I you? I mean, it's, it's kind of like, you know, how there's some kids that grow up and their dads are drug dealers and stuff. And they're just kind of immune to that type of activity. You know, whenever they see right. uh, drugs or something, they're, they're totally comfortable around it. Right. Well, I didn't understand, you know, when I was a kid, oh, that's normal. People just do that. But I could never, uh, I could never do that now because... I'm more of a, I'd rather just not know how I get my food. Right. And I'm damn sure not cold enough to have to have raccoon hide, you know. So I'm not right. really going to use anything. I'm just going to get me a micro fleece. Yeah. I'll just <laughs> no do, matter what it does to the yeah, environment. It'll be, the environment will be fine. I'll just go micro fleece. But, uh, you know, my, my, my dad, man, to be fair, um, 
but even before I was born and, and a lot of even when when he was a kid, right. you know, when he was a teenager and shit, he started hunting and stuff. And that was just to sell the hides. Right. You know, it, it was, was like it, his little side business. Well, yeah, that it was, was like Etsy before Etsy. <laughs> well, I mean, they even who would he sell it to uh, fur traders out of uh, Missouri. What year was this? <laughs> this was in the early in seven early seventies till up until the mid nineties. My wife is playing Red Dead Redemption right now too. Yeah, and that's like a big thing on there. Oh yeah, I mean it. it it's so I was like, what year is this? They well, were I, I selling asked, fur. I, I was sitting on the front porch with an old man uh, a couple of months ago when it was still nice outside, and we were talking about right. uh, the fur business. We were and blowing all that. our horn through the. <laughs> But, uh, you know, I, I asked my old man, I said, you know, because he was telling me, yeah, I used to meet the the guy. He, you know, I'd go to Mississippi and meet him if he was coming through that way. Sometimes I would just go right to Missouri, meet him close to where his shop was yeah. and sell him whatever. But um, I said, do people still do that now? I mean, is there a market that you can do now? He's like, oh, yeah. I mean, people still do it. He said, I just don't give enough of a fuck to... You know, being that type of life. Because a lot of it, man, is bootleg and uh, no license or nothing like that. And game wardens are really serious now. You know, to where back then you can make a living not paying any kind of taxes on anything. And you know what I mean? Just kind of live under the radar and do your own thing with your fur trade and all that. And uh, Can I hit it? Huh? That ain't country. <laughs> I'll kiss your ass. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. But, I mean, he he made lots of money. So you didn't feel anything in your soul when you see him shut this animal? Not initially, no. <laughs> Later on when I was pretty fucked up about it. Well, I was no, pretty man. far from I okay. Mean, I had counseling say I was okay later. No, looking back, man. What was the most brutal one you saw? Did you ever see him pull out a two-by-four and beat a squirrel to death? No, I, I, I witnessed him... Knock a raccoon out of one of our trees in our yard. Like with his gun or his dick? <laughs> it was a pole. <laughs> Joshua, come here. I may I may have told this story already on the go, podcast. Go ahead. But I'm... he uh he there was a I mean, imagine this. We got three coon dogs in the fucking yard, in the backyard. Yeah. But you know how uh where my house was in Bemis. It's on yeah. the same side yeah. of Bemis yeah, you're yeah. on right now. Yeah. The woods is right yeah, there. Yeah, the we woods. got trees in our yard. There, I saw that. deer a couple of weeks ago, a big, like, eight, nine point, uh, eight, ten point deer back here. Yeah. Well, uh, a raccoon ends up in the yard with three coon dogs. Yeah. So the all of the dogs. That's, went, that's like a Lannis Morissette song. Oh, right yeah. That's totally ironic. ironic. <laughs> um, I was maybe 11 at this point, and the dogs are going crazy. My mom, she's fucking nuts. Why are they that? Why are they barking like that? Something's wrong, Ronnie. Get out there! And my dad goes, "What the hell?" And, and then I see him, and he's like, "Hey, come out here!" And he's pointing up. You see that boy? I'm like, "What? I don't see anything." And it's a fucking raccoon. He's just looking scared, you know, because <laughs> uh, he's in. He's, I've made a grave error. <laughs> yeah, I, 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 in my judgment slapsed. I was uh, eating fermented apples. Uh, I, I'm kind of untired now. <laughs> but anyways, Those damn dogs will bring you right back to sober. <laughs> yeah. My dad, he calls one of his buddies over to the house immediately. He's, David, get over here right now. And fucking my, my dad's buddy David shows up. 
And immediately... Did he think that they were hunting him now? <laughs> <laughs> They're looking for revenge, David. Get over here. I killed his cousin last night. But either way, uh, he Go goes ahead. and he gets this piece. It had to have been a 15, 20-foot length of PVC pipe. You know, <laughs> How far up in the tree was it? It was pretty good ways. So like he gets, By pretty good ways, like 30, 40 feet up? Well, no, it's a ten or a fifteen oh, okay. twenty so, foot length of pipe. Oh, I didn't know. Yeah, so it was like twenty feet up. Yeah, my dad gets the pipe, and he gets into where the tree's at. The tree was in kind of like a caged area type thing. So he gets in there and he knocks the raccoon down. Well, one of the dogs is in there. The dog immediately, bam, jumps right on him, starts fucking him up. You know, biting him and all. That's what they're trained to do. They no, they right, they yeah. uh, disable the raccoon right. until they fuck it up enough to where it ain't moving no more. And then seriously, that's Kuna. And, and Dad comes in with the fucking pistol or the rifle. Pachow, you know. Pachow, pachow, Then it's over with. I don't know why that's so funny. It's like the dog, one of them, did, how many did dogs were there? three of them, right? three of them. And just one of them was like, I got this. No, the, the one that had it, it was already kind of in the area of the, of the raccoon. So the he other, was just the first the other, on the job. Yeah, the other two were isolated over in the other yard because they were more uh, prized than the one dog. <laughs> he kept the really good dogs away from everything. He's going to fuck up the litter if he ever fucks one of these. Well, I don't know what to tell you, but that's what he did. <laughs> but either way, the he's dog... The, he's the quote-unquote special dog. He he had two of them. Seriously. I saw that motherfucker eating bark. <laughs> <laughs> no, he kept them away from the yard and everything. He had a paved area for them. <laughs> You fucking, don't even get to look at grass, no, you stupid see, motherfucker. They didn't. If you looked at it, they didn't have dog houses. It was just a cage and a, a slab concrete area. Yeah. But my dad built the dog houses inside yeah, of the shed. I remember the that, the shed. Like, so it was just. It looked like holes in the wall. But when they crawled in the hole, it was a big, humongous house. Yeah. You know that he built inside of the shed. Yeah. It was cool as hell. I remember that. That's where he kept the prize dogs. But the other one that was in the outside, he was kind of... He just of the, slept under the boat. <laughs> no, it was the one he didn't have much faith in, but he knew, you know, I'm going to try to do something with him. Well, this one jumped on the cone and just, boom, you know, he had it. Disabled it, whatever, it stops moving. My dad, not going to shoot it in city limits, he swoops down on it, dude, like a fucking vulture. Grabs it by the throat, you know, right. both hands, Andre the Giant style, strangling this motherfucker. What was the raccoon doing? Trying to bite my was dad. It, was it like scratching or anything? It was moving, but he had it choked so good that it couldn't <laughs> bite him. And the way that, you know, he had his hands, right. the raccoon wasn't getting his arms up to scratch him or anything. You know, it was the damnedest <laughs> shit I ever seen. Like he's done this before. I'm sure he had. <laughs> I'm more than positive he had. So he strangled it till it died. No, he strangled it enough to, you know, get it to stop trying to fight him. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, David Boom uh, uh I'm not naming wait, him. Wait, wait, wait. David <laughs> you just did, but go ahead. <laughs> wait. So, he didn't kill it. He just strangled it enough to where it was just a little unconscious. Dude, if you let me tell the story, go ahead. I'll, I'll go, ahead. go ahead. Go ahead. So, David 
B gets in the driver's seat. <laughs> You've already said the name. I'm not editing. Okay, that's fine. <laughs> I don't. David no. gets in the driver's seat of his truck. I and my, for some reason my dad's want me to go along with this shit. He's like, jump in the back, Joshua. So I jump in the back of the truck and I'm looking in on my dad, who is inside of the cab of the truck with this fucking animal. He brought the inside the truck. <laughs> he's sitting in the in the fucking passenger seat, right? And he's he's choking it, and I see it. It's trying to bite him the whole time, but he's got it, you know, right up under the, the mouth where it can't bite him. And I'm sitting there just looking, and I'm like, I hope to God he doesn't get my dad. I hope to God he doesn't murder my dad. And he's already he's apparently stalked my dad. Yes, to the house. He's already halfway there. But I was scared to death for my dad, you know. And. You know how far away the woods was from my house? Maybe <laughs> yeah. 300 feet. Right. So we drive that distance from the house, from the backyard, to the woods in front of my grandmother's house. So he gets out, and instead of letting it go, this is the most bizarre thing ever. We go into this little uh, <laughs> uh, trail-type thing in front of my grandma's house in right, the woods. Right, And... He goes back to this cage that he already has, <laughs> and he just throws the damn thing Hold in on. the cage. Wait, that ain't country. <laughs> All right, so he had a cage in the woods. Go ahead. Yes. <laughs> and I swear to you, dude, he kept that raccoon in there for like a year. I don't know if he was just like, yeah, I'm gonna release you when I feel like you've reformed or something. Did he? Did, what did he do with it? I, I think he was scent training. That's what it was. That's oh, why he kept him around for gotcha. the, the so puppies. So he didn't want to kill it. Right. He kept him alive, fed him and all that. He would just use it, his scent, to train the, the puppies that he was getting, you know, and all that. But I remember taking different friends back there. Look, my dad's got a raccoon in the woods. <laughs> no, he doesn't. You lying son of a... And we'd go back there. I'll be damned. Now, don't put your finger in the cage. <laughs> Sign this release before we yeah. look at this. No, I t- don't fucking put your hand inside the cage. He'll fucking bite you and all that. We would just go look at the raccoon. Right. What, what kind of noise would the raccoon make when you looked at it? He would just kind of look at you like a dog. Like, Let me out. <laughs> I promise I won't fuck you up. <laughs> we didn't. So what happened to the... What, what was the... Eventually, my dad let him go. Really? Yeah. He didn't kill him or anything. Really? That's a shocker. I don't know yeah. why. That's an M. Night Shyamalan type twist in. <laughs> imagine being the raccoon. <laughs> this motherfucker's going to kill me. I mean, he's got dogs that do yeah. this. <laughs> he choked me out, no, put me he, in a cage. He let in him the woods. go, man. I guess it was for his service. I'll get you again. I'll get you sometime. Yeah. <laughs> imagine if he let him go and he ran out into the street and got hit. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. But yeah, man. That was. Well, that was, shit. Josh will get the shovel. Get shovel. We're gonna we gonna get us another hide. <laughs> Damn. But I don't it, know it why. was not foreign to me to, open, <laughs> to dude, captivate it, uh, oh, It's not you. foreign to me to open up my freezer as a child and run into at least two or three different frozen raccoons. I feel like that's a story you would ever like want to tell somebody if they were ever challenging in a fight. Like you don't know me, motherfucker. <laughs> we held we held raccoons captive. I'll fuck you up. <laughs> no. I learned at an early age I can fuck with people <laughs> because freeze I, a body <laughs> of a raccoon and it's normal to me. I I'll keep, keep it right by the peas. I'll keep you in a I'll keep you in a cage and train dogs to find your ass if you ever leave. <laughs> find your relatives. <laughs> right. <laughs>
Oh, <laughs> uh, bizarre. Uh, this has been a pretty good episode, though. Josh, if they want to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, give, give all the bullshit. Well, on Twitter, we are at P3 Radio, the number one. That's how you're going to get in touch with us nine times out of ten. Facebook, like we said on the last episode, it's kind of a thing of the past to us. Well, but it is yeah. Pop Poncho. If you want to reach out to us, we might reach out to you within two or three months on there. <laughs> but get on our Twitter and really try to... Communicate with us there, or you can text us or send us voicemails at 731-300-6675. That's a 24-7 line, by the way. Call that any time of day, whether you want to just say something or leave us a voicemail, whatever. It's, uh, Tell us how horrible we are. Yeah, 731-300-6675, 731-300-MORK. That's Mork from Ork. And uh, you covered email? email we are at the p3 radio the number one at gmail.com now email uh don't fuck with our email that's business only (laughs) (laughs) but if you want to that's fine we'll we'll reach back out to you you can also find all of our shows on our archives here on p3 radio you can find interviews with headbanger thrasher two-time olympic gold medalist summer sanders super bowl winner jabari greer and world-renowned doctor and Sirius XM host, Dr. Steve. We've got two episodes with him. Not, not only that, we have episodes with Conrad Thompson, multiple wrestlers. Dr. The, Tom Pritchard. The list goes on Spellbinder, the late Brian Christopher. Fun yep. interview. Yep. The list goes on and on. Check out our archives there. But for right now, we're going to call it a night. For Josh Brawley, this has been Richard Mulligan saying thanks and good night. <laughs> <laughs>